what's up? Like totally time for 90210. Well, hello everyone. Welcome back to the 90210 show <laughs> for Massive Late Fee. My name is Mark. With me as always is... We're getting formal today. My girlfriend, Carol. How you doing, Carol? Hey, what's up? Not much. It is July. It's July. <laughs> it's sometime in July of uh, 1995. July 20th, 1995. There you go. And we are here for more 90210 action. What an action-packed episode this was, huh? Not really. No? No. Fire and ice. <laughs> I don't know. I found it a little bit boring, honestly. It was. Yeah, yeah. It was not a great episode. Not the best episode. Not like last episode, which apparently we can't talk about. Yeah. Censors have us constrained. We can't talk about the last episode. Sure. <laughs> For some reason, the box set doesn't include every episode of the show. Because of music licensing rights, I believe. Yeah, it's bullcrap. But the last episode, the one that was the Christmas episode, a very Walsh family Christmas or something like that. Sounded awesome. Oh, yeah. Much better episode than this. Steve <laughs> finds out that his mom is dead in a car accident, but she loved him or whatever. Just wanted him to have a better life. Right. And Santa Claus flies him home <laughs> on a chartered plane. Right. And then we f- we see Emily again, Emily Valentine. Yeah, her and Brandon decide to uh, be friends. Be friends. We'll see how long that lasts. Well, she's in a psychiatric hospital, so yeah, because that's where he goes and visits her. And she then really the Walshes have a big Christmas blowout. Yeah, and they play a bunch of Christmas music, which apparently is the whole reason costs don't get to yeah, see the episode. Costs a bunch of money to license, so I don't know. You know, they they should have thought that through. You know? Yeah. So there's many episodes that are missing. They didn't think that they would get to the place where they could be syndicated, I guess. <laughs> Once you get to around five seasons, which is where they're at now, then that's typically enough episodes to be worth it to for a syndicator to buy. Huh. Yeah. Well, they should have thought bigger. I agree. Think big! It's a bummer. It is. So this episode mm-hmm. starts out... With Brandon and Dylan and Steve playing hockey. Yeah. I can see Brandon playing hockey, I guess, because he's from Minnesota. Right. But I've never pictured Steve or Dylan playing hockey. I don't think uh, Dylan ever pictured himself playing hockey either. Right. I, I believe Brandon was trying to compare it to uh, surfing for him. Mm-hmm. That does not work. Yeah. So, yeah, they, they were playing hockey. Apparently, like, it seems like, I mean, they were playing another team. Like, they're on a team. Like, this is a thing that they do that we've never heard about and we'll probably never see again. Right, correct. Just to get them into the hockey ring. It's like the baseball team. Right. That they had. Yeah. That never, that doesn't Never came back. Yeah. Yeah. So, after they are done with their really, really badly played game. Was it a game or was it practice? I don't know. Because they can scrimmage against each other. Might have been practice. I guess. I Seem, it seemed pretty informal. So, um, they, They're making room on the ice for the figure skaters. Correct. Which the, the figure skaters training for national championships are practicing on the same ice as, as 
a shitty like rec league hockey team's practicing on. Yeah, makes a lot of sense. Well, it is Beverly Hills. Still though, that ice is it, so when they when they play on that ice mm-hmm. like that, they're tearing the ice all up. I didn't see a Zamboni machine. No, he asked, where's the Zamboni? He was like, well, look at the condition of this ice and all that stuff when they first came out. Oh, okay. All right. The, the manager was, like, pissed off, and they got the Zamboni going. I guess that makes sense, then. Yeah. And so, anyways, this the, the, Brandon wasn't off the ice fast enough, and him and this figure skater get into some kind of argument about who's, like, more athletic, mm-hmm. and they race around the rink six laps. Speed skating. Which it is was, not the same as figure skating. Right. And it's, or hockey. And it's obvious that she's faster and better than him because she's on the outside mm-hmm. and she's beating him. Yeah. Like, even if they did really tie, which they say they tied, she won because she went further. Right. So somehow. She's also training for the Olympics. So. Yeah. And again, he's on a shitty rec league team. <laughs> but somehow, this little. Bit of competition sparks yet another Brandon Walsh romance that goes nowhere. Yep. (laughs) He has the worst luck. He really does. Seriously, I wouldn't be surprised if there were just a pile of bodies in his basement. (laughs) (laughs) He's it's the this is not real life in any way. I've never met a guy that was like, oh yeah, I was interested in this girl for a week. We went out on maybe a date or two. We kissed once, and I never saw her again. <laughs> and that happened 70 times to me. Right? It's insane. Yeah, any guy who can get this many girls could keep at least one of them. You would think so. <laughs> so but apparently they all go insane and go to <laughs> right. insane asylums, or they are Olympic hopefuls, or they go into the witness protection program. <laughs> or they end up chopped up in his basement, like yeah. you said. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So. Well, the Walshes have that giant walk-in freezer. <laughs> i honestly like this episode was so boring it was that it's hard for me to remember like the specifics of this episode like how everything progressed yeah i mean it's just like he started stalking her basically like showing up at five thirty in the morning when she was practicing so some that- dude comes out of nowhere to be the plot lord of the episode <laughs> right and says well brandon you know I I don't mind you being here, but the coach doesn't want people watching Trish practice, and because you'll be a distraction. All this other stuff, and he she did. He seemed like an distraction too. Yeah, because she kept waving at him and smiling and stuff. Well, yeah, of course she's going to be distracted. If there's some cute boy in the audience watching, that's going to be distracting. Although I'll tell you what, if she's always practicing without an audience, then. What what does she do when she actually has to perform? And there are tons of people right. in the stands. That's true. Good point. You should be able to focus with one person watching you. And the coach even talks to him at some point about, like, not wanting him there. And he's mm-hmm. like, well, she invited me, so unless she tells me she doesn't want me here, I'm going to be here. Yeah. <laughs> Keeps, like, challenging him, which is dumb. He also mentions to Brenda that when he was a kid, he was really good at skating. And that his parents never pushed him to pursue that. And he was like, I wish I was more focused. And Brenda's like, yeah, I should be more focused, too. Because she's got a job, like, slinging Uh, clothes and jewelry and perfume. Yeah. She gets a job working in commission, and it turns her into a psycho. Mm -hmm. She wasn't far away to begin with. Well, true. 
But yeah, this lady she's working with is like training her and taking her under her wing. And it all seems like so nice and perfect. And Brenda has found her calling, right? And she's blowing off her friends to work extra and do inventory. and Or working her friends to try to... To try yeah. to get them to purchase things. Inappropriately, yeah. yes. And like Donna and Kelly are in the store. She's trying to get them to buy a $190 bottle of perfume. Mm-hmm. And Kelly rightly calls her out. Like, that's way too much. And then another time, poor uh, David saunters in. And she gets him to buy it for Donna. <laughs> right. And and she's like, oh, she really liked this. She didn't. I mean, she liked it a little. Whatever she didn't like her one hundred and ninety dollars worth. No, because she didn't buy it. Although they're all mil- they're all from millionaires, so I don't really feel bad for him anyway. Right. But yeah, and even you know he was a little hesitant, but whatever. Um, so she makes a commission there. Brenda stands behind him and breathes on his neck <laughs> and says, "Donna really wants this." She kind of does, yeah. Um, another time she's complaining she worked all day and didn't make anything, which happens when you work on commission. Correct. And then this psycho bitch boss steals her commission when she was looking at apparently $500. How much do you think that lady was spending? Like, what could her commission be? That's a lot. Commission's usually 10% or 15%, something in that neighborhood. So she got this lady to buy like $5,000 worth of merchandise? Yeah, probably. Wow. There are people There are people like that, though, especially in Beverly Hills. People yeah. with that much disposable income that will spend that much on clothing. I mean, the most I've ever spent on clothing was a $300 dress that I then returned because it was too expensive. Wow. I think the most, I didn't buy this, but my mom bought when I was, you know, a young, younger teenager, my, my mom bought me a camel, what, a camel hair, like suit jacket. Mm-hmm. And that was probably... Like $250, wow. $300, something in that range. Is it really made from camel hair? I don't know. I don't know what it's made. It was very soft, that's, but that's, I don't know what it was made of. That's but it's, messed up. It's brown like that. I mean, can you, like, you're wearing camel on your on your body? That's that's just not, that's not right. I, I would don't, not do that. I don't think it really was. I think that it was, it, it was just, it's that color, and I think it's a, a Maybe a cotton, some kind of blend, like but like an Egyptian cotton. I don't know, but it was very soft, like softer than even do most. Do you still cottons. have it? Yeah, I do. I want to feel it. Okay. Okay. I'm gonna pet you later. <laughs> well, I don't need the coat for that. But I want to feel the coat. Oh, okay. Not um, your, you know, rough uh, hairiness, whatever. Okay. <laughs> I was promised camel hair. Okay, well, okay. You, uh, I'll, I'll shave it off the coat and just uh, paste it onto me. Sounds good. There you go. But yeah, as far as what anything that I bought for myself, I mean, I'm not a fashion dude, so I don't think I've spent more than maybe sixty bucks on anything I bought myself. Wow. Yeah. I mean, when I was like. A kid, my mom would take me shopping and spend probably hundreds of dollars because she'd buy me like an entire season of clothes well, at one time. Yeah, if we're, I mean, I've spent. But if we're I have about, no idea how much that was. If we're spent, if we're talking about an entire wardrobe, right? Then I've spent probably a couple hundred dollars on myself. But I'm talking about like an individual piece, right? Individual piece, definitely the three hundred dollar dress that I was shamed into returning, and uh, 
Who shamed you into returning my it? My mom. Oh. I was so excited, and she's like, how much did it cost? Oh, wow. Are you serious? You're not standing up in this wedding, are you? Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Take it back now. So, oh, it went sucks. away. Um, But, so, Brenda gets this lady to spend all this money. She said she worked for over an hour helping her. Mm-hmm. And her boss walks in, shows her one thing... I think a, a scarf or, or yeah, okay. Yeah. And uh they are pushing scarfs a lot in this episode. She take yeah, who wears scarves? Especially in Beverly Hills. She, so she takes the little commission book away from Brenda and just takes the commission. And Brenda called her out on it right there on the spot, which I was proud of her for. But it didn't do any good. No. Yeah, the the woman told the that's when the scarf came into play. The woman told the 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 person that was buying the clothes Go over and, and look at those scarves. You know, pick one out on the house. Oh, yeah. And then she says to Brenda, she's always been my customer. Yeah. And we've had a bad year, and I've got a car payment due. So I'm taking this commission. That's how it works. Yeah. That's such bullshit. I would have just walked out right then. I would have been yeah. done. Okay. See ya. Right. But Brenda sticks it out because she's Brenda. So in the meantime... Uh, Brandon's pursuing Little Miss Figure Skater. Right. And he gets to have, like, one kind of sort of date where... She gets a burrito. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he takes her to school, introduces him to her his friend, introduces her to him, his friends, mm. and, uh, yeah, a burrito. That's it. That's the extent of that. And nobody else is eating. It's really weird. They They're all watch watching her. her eat a burrito. <laughs> What's going to happen? <laughs> because she talks about how she's never eaten different things. Right. She she only mentions one thing. I can't remember what it was, though. That she'd never eaten. Uh, she said she'd never had a pizza or a brownie or something. Or I don't know. It wasn't. It was. I think it was some kind of chips. Fritos? I don't know. Maybe. But she said she'd never had them and she was excited to try it. And then they were all naming things that she could try. Yeah. And it's like there was some ridiculous stuff too. Like, what about chicken? And it's like she's eating chicken, right? Probably not fried chicken. And then Tori, what's her name? Spelling Donna. Yeah. She says gum. And then somebody's like, "You don't eat gum, Donna." Donna probably does though. <laughs> Donna's got a, a bowel bowel blockage from, oh. <laughs> from all the gum she swallowed. Gross. <laughs> She is uh she is definitely uh blonde enough to eat gum. She looks a little ashamed too, like she does. I eat gum sometimes. Every I, once in a while I'll swallow gum. That's so gross. You should always spit, never swallow. That seven years thing though is <laughs> I just processed what you said. You do not follow that advice. Um I what the fuck is wrong with you? I occasionally have have eaten gum. I want to emphasize the word <laughs> gum. Okay. Back to the episode of sure. 90210 that we we're discussing. Also, not only does he take her on this lovely weird burrito date, um, they get to go skating. Right. And he's like, your first date, this is what you're going to choose to do. She wanted to go dancing. And she said that was always her fantasy. And he's like, oh, I don't do that. But she apparently knows somehow that Brandon doesn't dance. Right. 
So she plays music. And they skate. Yeah. Horrible, horribly filmed. I do not like this. We disagreed on this. It wasn't great, but it wasn't like, I mean, it wasn't as terrible as you say. They get a handheld camera and someone's on a sled or on skates or something to where the camera can move around. The handheld camera can move around and take shots of them. And then every once in a while they intersperse it with you know, a camera on a, on a jib or, or something like that, or on a crane, not, not a crane. It's not a crane, but where, you know, it's taking a wider shot and it just doesn't, when they're on the ice and the camera's moving around like that, it doesn't, it looks like a sporting event or something like that. It doesn't look like the show. Yeah. It's very visually jarring and it doesn't work. It doesn't meld together with the narrative they're trying to tell. I guess. I mean, I, I can't really weigh in because you were talking through the entire scene complaining about the camera angles. So I don't know how much it was ruined or not. <laughs> there the was no angles. talking going on. So? They were just playing music. There was supposed to be magic. They were supposed to be oh, falling in love. Yeah, right. And I didn't get the sense of that over you know what? You know, your whining about the camera. You know who did this better is The Cutting Edge. Yes. I a love movie that, that movie. A movie that you brought up when we were watching this. I love that movie. Anybody out there who's seen it, remember Topic? Topic. Yeah. This movie, or this TV show, this episode, came out about two months prior to that movie coming out three years ago. Right. So... That movie had, I don't remember, but I'm guessing that they were running ads for that movie at that point, that a trailer had come out Maybe. and and was in the theaters and stuff like that. So I'm thinking, I don't know if they ripped them off or, or what, or if it's just right. coincidence. I don't know. But yeah, in, in The Cutting Edge, she needs a partner because she's a complete psycho bitch and everybody leaves because she's too hard to work with and he just needs a job i guess so she gets a hockey player he he, i think he got kicked off his team or something i don't know so she gets this hockey player to be her figure skating partner and then of course they end up in love yeah yeah as you do all figure skating couples are in love (laughs) even though most of the guys are gay (laughs) yeah yeah i wonder if they i wonder what they do with their gum the gay figure skaters. Um, if they're smart, they spit it out. <laughs> now, you freak. Um, she is trying out for the nationals. Yes. So it's the sectionals, I believe. Something, Something like that. Like I don't that. know. The I first, don't follow figure skating. The first thing that they're doing. And um, she invites the whole gang to come and watch her. And they do, and they watch her fall on her fucking ass. Oh, yeah. She tries a double axle and just crashes out. Totally mortifying. Like, and Brandon, you could tell, is starting to learn what's going on, because they were like, oh, she's doing good. And he's like, no, she missed, you know, something. I don't even know what. Yeah. And then, then that happens, and she falls. It's just terrible. So she now is, like, ready to just, you know, totally give up. Even her coach is like, oh, go back to Texas with your family. Which, by the way, she lives with her coach and his wife. Yeah. That's weird. That, I think that's how it is, though, when you're gearing up for the Olympics and stuff. I think they they do do stuff like that, where they kind of take over your whole life. Yeah, well, he's about to send her back home. <laughs> he yeah, is done with her. Basically, he says, why don't you go back home and take a couple months 
and decide whether you want to try to gear up for the Olympics in 94, right. which obviously were, you know, this this was filmed in 92, or came out in 92, and that was last year. So, you know, she's devastated, and um, she's like, I can just eat whatever I want, do whatever I want now. <laughs> and, yeah. Um, her and Brandon are, are seeming like they're getting close. And then we find out that somehow he pulled strings, and you know he's the one that did it. He got her another chance. Yeah, well, they say, not Brandon, the coach. No, the coach, yeah. They He says that she's getting an exemption or something like that. And, bless you. Thank you. And that she's like, oh, I don't know, you know how it is, politics, and blah, 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 or whatever. So she gets another chance. She got an exemption from whatever this was, so she got passed on to the next round automatically. And so then when Brandon comes to watch her practice the next day, he's told it's a closed practice and, and that it's coming from her. Yeah. So that she was says, a bitch move. Get the fuck out of here, Brandon. She could have talked to him. Yeah. She didn't have to like let it go down like that. Oh, I agree. And um, then she stops at the peach pit on her way to the airport because I guess she did get in or whatever. Mm-hmm. She's going to Utah. Yeah. So, you know, he kisses her. And that's her first kiss, and that's it, and that's that's the end of their relationship. She Ooh. says goodbye, and then she performs really well on the television event. Yeah, that he's watching. And she says, someone says, oh, this must be great. You trained your whole life for this or whatever. And she's like, yeah. She goes, sometimes I miss the burritos, though. <laughs> and she looks right at the camera. And yeah. Brandon's like, yeah. And Brandon turns to the camera and he says, do you get it? (laughs) I'm the burrito. Right. That's a weird sentence. Do you get it? I'm the burrito. Well, that's that's they were hitting us over the head with that. I know. Um, Brenda tells her mom what happened to her at work. Mm -hmm. And her mom says, don't get mad, get even. Mm -hmm. And she goes in that store and dressed like like she's gonna buy it's like a pretty woman zine she's dressed like gloria uh steinem or something or gloria swanson that's what it is gloria swanson yeah i can't even picture who that is it's a movie star okay but yeah she looks very fancy and she acts like she's gonna buy all kinds of stuff and then she says i actually don't need this or that are you telling me how good my taste is Mm -hmm. and she just tears this lady down and walks out without buying anything fuck you it was pretty awesome. And Brand- Brenda's standing there watching. Smiling. smiling. And it's like, really? Are you going to keep working there? Like, why is she even there? Like, I, I wouldn't have. It's it's very obvious, too, or it should be, that Brenda, that Brenda knows her or put her up right. to it or whatever. Yeah, for sure. But the the lady apparently doesn't figure it out. She might. I mean, we don't really see what happens after that. She just kind of, she says like, oh, can you believe that or whatever? Oh, yeah. She says what a bitch, I think. Yeah. <laughs> and the lady even said, or her mom even said before she walked out, you should treat your employees better or something. Yeah. So, I mean, maybe it'll work. Maybe she'll get better. But I think this is going to be another thing that we just never see again. Oh, I think we're going to see it again. Brenda wants a car. They're, they'll they'll pay this off. Okay. She'll get a car that we'll she'll see. immediately ruin. Yeah. Because all the Walsh kids destroy all their cars. That's true. They have very bad luck. 
The ranch should just not let them drive. Is it luck or are they just shitty people and shitty drivers? They're not shitty people. Eh. They're not. They're nice people. I guess. They're not the greatest people, but <laughs> they're not bad. <laughs> but that is, that's the episode. That's it. That is That's it. all that happens. I'm Nothing happens so... with Steve. Steve makes a save as the goalie. Right. That's all that happens with him. And one time Dylan says to Brenda, what was that all about? <laughs> and I think Donna says something like, oh, thanks, David, and kisses him. For the perfume. And yeah. that's pretty much all the rest of them do, the episode. Yeah. Kelly oh. stands there most episode. Yeah, and Andrea does make an appearance mm. momentarily to be jealous, as usual, and she was wearing a really cute shirt. Yep. She's in the offices of the Blaze. So, yeah, it was a super duper boring episode. It was not good. So, hopefully it gets better. Yep. Yeah. Hope the next episode is more stimulating. Although I have a feeling that all the best episodes are not on there now. I don't know. We'll see. Maybe I'll track down, what's his name? Darren Starr. Right. Give us the tapes, Darren. Yeah. Give us the tapes for our tapes. We'll trade you. Makes sense. <laughs> All right. Um, go ahead and, you know, tell your friends. Share the tapes. Write us at latefee1994 at AOL.com. Yeah, we'd like to hear from more of you. We've heard from some of you. And we We'd like to hear it. from the rest of you. Yeah. Right in. All right. We will talk to you next week. Bye. Bye.